It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we have two wonderful guests. I shouldn't even call them guests at this point. They are pretty much... Um, you know when uh, Johnny Carson used to do The Tonight Show and he would always have like the guest hosts? I feel like that's what the, the, uh, the these uh, fine fine guests are pretty much they they come on to socially awkward all the time and they this is the second time they're on not another be horror or no the fourth third, third time, time. Fourth. Third. is it fourth third because last time was with big chris yes and then i think we were on one other yeah, time third, third time now okay sure. is it third or four i can't remember i'm gonna go three with or four th- i'm gonna go to you know what you know what listeners listeners i'm gonna go with three Anna's gonna go with four if you listen to the show and you know exactly what we're talking about let us know who's right and whoever wins gets something i don't know five points because i know we're not gonna hear from anybody so uh oh well, actually somebody from work might no actually what will happen is sarah will <laughs> she'll, she'll be so like, like actually 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 yeah because i'm counting like times that we should have been on so um but yes of course we have the geeks who eat are on uh, uh, Matthew and Sarah, or Sarah and Matthew. It's Stubbs. Stubbs. The Stubbs. Stubbs. Is well, no, you're not on Socially Awkward, so. So it could be either or. It could be Wildcard. Stubbs or Matthew, so. Yeah, that's true. When, Ma- when when Renfro isn't here, that's right. I'm calling him Renfro on this show because I know he's not going to listen. No, he probably will, actually. He'd be like, oh. <laughs> the one time he listens. <laughs> he'd be like, oh. Oh, hell no. He'd be like, oh, Sarah and Stubbs are on. Sweet. And they'd be like, fuck Steve. <laughs> I love you, Matthew. You know that. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna go back and watch that goofy movie now. Yeah, now we can. <laughs> As he cries, <laughs> we're not seeing things eye to eye. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to stand out. <laughs> well, love you, Matthew. We well, hope you're listening. Well, at least I can just you know take a drive on the open road. Mm. All right. Um, Anyways. <laughs> all right. For all you horror fans that love Goofy Movie. <laughs> <laughs> all you Goofy horror fans. Yeah, I Goofy think the four fans. of them are sitting at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, probably three. Cause I don't, Anna's like, I've seen the movie, but I'm not. I haven't seen it in a while. I need to watch it She's again. like, I'm probably not obsessed with it like you guys are. Wow, Matthew has seen it once. And was obsessed the minute he saw it. Like, Well, to be well, fair. Well, that's what I'm curious. Like, when she saw it. Because like, last time I saw it. I was like it, 12. When I saw it, you I saw, saw it in theaters. It's age now, though. I know. I, know. Like, I said I need to rewatch it, but it's not anywhere that I have access to unless Steve buys a DVD for himself and, you know, I can steal it from I him. really want it to. I'm like, Blu ray that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Disney, seriously. I know you're not listening to this, but Disney, seriously. Okay, well, somebody who might have access to he- Disney and they might be listening. Please, please, please 
Goofy Movie on Blu-ray. Check this out. I know what you're thinking. Oh, we're not going to do a Blu-ray version of Goofy Movie. No one's going to buy that. Believe me, a lot of people are going to buy it. But you want to get some new people to buy it? There's a part in the Goofy Movie where Donald and Mickey are on their way somewhere, and they're walking. And you're like, where are they going? And you never find out. Do a short. You could put in a brand new Mickey Mouse cartoon. It says, you're doing DuckTales again. So the guy who does Donald's voice is here, and we have Mickey still. They're only doing a cartoon, though. Of what? Of DuckTales? Yeah. No, I know. And a comic. Yes, and, and Darkwing Duck is coming back, too. Yes. I just want to know who's going to voice him, because I know they're probably going to do a whole new voice cast like they did with the DuckTale thing. This is really going off wrong. Yeah, this <laughs> is, so, going off so Not Another Bee Horror Cast is turning into Not Another Disney Podcast. Yeah. So, back to the horror. Yeah, so yeah. To get us, get us back that'll on be the next. That'll be the 25th podcast I create called Not Another D Movie. Um, Damn. Yeah, it's, it's going to get a lot of traffic the first episode, and then people are going to realize... Oh, they're talking, not another D movie. <laughs> oh, they're talking about they're talking about Disney movies. Disney, okay. not just not just and fucking dick third, porn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then the third episode is all going to be about dick porn. Yeah, the next one. Will be, that's where we throw them off. Yeah. What? No, I have two yeah. podcasts about Disney, and then right whenever all the Disney people are like, oh yeah, dick porn. Yeah, dick porn. And then you <laughs> so, lost your all your. Then I lost all my audience. <laughs> much. Like, I mean, hey, entertaining. First off, first off, my credibility is already gone. So what do I have to lose? This so, is true. Um. But yeah, so we have uh, the lovely Geeks Who Eat come on, because not only are they on, but, and hopefully you people entered, because I did promote it last uh, episode, I talked about the contest, I said, hey, go ahead, and sure enough, I won. So I, I we went ahead and we got to see the new Annabelle movie, Annabelle Creations. Um, and yeah, we will talk about that, uh, we'll give our reviews and in-depth stuff about that, because I... I Honestly, I was very fucking surprised. I will say that. Best like, horror movie of the year. Easily. Yeah, like I was. Ooh, man, uh, best of the year because there's been some really good ones. This well, year. only okay. The Wait, only what other... else came out this year? Alien Covenant. Not horror sci-fi. Get out. It's not horror sci-fi. Uh, wasn't Get Out 2016 technically? Oh, I thought so. he was just telling you to get out. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought he was just like, get out. Get I was like, hey. Wait, or was, I'm trying Wait, to think. what? Was, Someone's not going to be visiting the, uh, D, the D podcast later in the night. You know what, though? Shit. You know what, though? Okay, so let's let's say Get Out is 2017. I can't remember. But, you know what? On the same note, different type of horror. And if I want soul horror, like horror, j- not a subgenre of horror, but like horror for the sake of horror. I really think Annabelle creation takes the cake. Oh yeah, Get Out was 2017. Yeah, so I think it came out like because like Get Out is more of like a subgenre and it's it's creepy, but I would call it more it's a psychological. Yeah, I would call it far more thriller than horror. Well, I'm sure. I mean, Annabelle creation was absolutely awesome and is definitely in the conversation for best horror movie in 2017. Yeah, no, sure. I don't know. We've got a lot coming up, so. Yeah, we still have it coming out, which uh, uh, it's, it, I've seen that trailer like probably three or four times Did now. Did you but, notice but, the Pennywise, the yes. old Pennywise? Yes. Oh, you know what? You know what I finally saw for the first time. So I've seen this trailer like a couple of times online now, and I love it. And yeah, there's the little like Pennywise, like traditional one, like in the way corner mm-hmm. or whatnot. Watching it for the first time, I'm literally like, oh, what the fuck? Like, when he walks into that room of clowns, I had no idea the one behind him, like, turns its head and looks at him. And I didn't notice that. I don't that. think I've ever noticed that. I didn't notice I noticed that until that the first time I watched it. And, and I noticed that time. right when I saw it in the on the big screen. I was like, oh, shit. Like, Actually, I just found – I did find a list of horror movies for 2017. Uh, I, well, I've only seen, I think, Alien Covenant and it's this. It's so. iffy if it actually counts as horror or sci-fi or thriller or whatever, but – Get Out, Alien Covenant, Annabelle Creation, The Dark Tower, Jigsaw, It Comes at Night, Amityville, The Awakening, Rings, 
The Bye Bye Man, Jeepers Creepers 3, Cult of Chucky, Wish Upon, Flatliners, It, The Mummy, yeah. Yeah. Leatherface. So a lot of those X, haven't X, come X, out yet. Yeah, they haven't come yeah. out. Well, most of them will probably be coming out in the next couple of months because, Correct. of course, the Halloween yeah. season, that's mm-hmm. when they like to release their, their films. That's Phase why I was actually... Zero. Oh, Phoenix Forgotten came out, but I don't know if that would technically... Consider- found footage. It's yeah, found yeah. footage that's, for... That's, that's, it's not... It's not supposed to be like a docu. It's it's docu style found footage. Found footage. Well, we bought it. We haven't watched it yet, though. I'm actually very. Also, I'm we actually also curious. bought Phoenix Incident at San Diego Comic Con, and it's the guy. It's like a docu thriller. Okay. So I I couldn't really tell if it's fictional or if it's like documentary, like in the style of a thriller. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we bought it at San Diego Comic Con, and the people who did it are out of Tucson. Oh. And so, or they were in Tucson at one point. I, I'm not sure. We talked to them for quite a while. They had a very yeah, like nice we, booth. We, we walked past their booth, did a double take, walked back around to, <laughs> to say hi to them, and they started, you know, giving us the rundown about the Phoenix Lights and all that. And like, hold your breath. We're from Phoenix. <laughs> we know all about the Phoenix Lights. That's why we stopped here. <laughs> yeah. Let's, huh. let's sk- skip ahead of yourself. So, <laughs> you're down my dick podcast, yeah. and I was I like, cuts out about now? five minutes of your spiel. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Save your breath. You're going to have to give that spiel like 10 times today. Yeah, probably if more. If not like more. Three. Yeah. So, so we, we, say, were, we were already sold. So yeah, we, I'm actually okay. curious. We picked can, it you, up there. can you guys give us like a little rundown of like the horror sites that you saw at the San Diego Comic Con? Because we didn't get to go. So well, was that the only thing that came up? or we they, saw, they, had, they had the It promotion with... Um, they had all the kids from It there. The, oh, but also, cool. also they had like a lot of these people walking around with uh, the yellow rain slicker sorry. and well, their balloons. balloons. Sorry, I have to, I have to stop everybody right now because it, right when you said the kids from it, and then it triggered uh, Stranger Things. So last night, I saw an adult w- female version of Dustin from Stranger Things last night in the movie theater. Oh yeah, <laughs> I literally this woman walks by and I looked over like, oh my god. So that's what Dustin would look like, 40 years old and a woman. Okay. Okay, what's up, guys? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I was not. Sorry. I'm like, if I don't say it, I'm not going to remember it. All right, proceed. Continue. I forgot. Yeah, so they had the the yellow rain slicker and uh, red balloon walking around and... But Those they wouldn't talk. Cool. No, no. They were just like creepy, like walking around with this red balloon. And <laughs> you look awesome. and you look at the balloon in their hand and it had like a little business card telling you to go to like the like thing that they were doing. Oh, that's and, cool. That's but it, it was really crowded and we ended up not doing it, which was a bummer. But that's probably like the one thing we wanted to do but didn't get to do was the it bus yeah. VR experience. Oh yeah, we got <laughs> we got brushed off. <laughs> we went up and talked to them and they're like Yeah, stand over here for a minute. And yes. then like twenty people like people from Warner Brothers basically came and we got forgotten. Um, and then she was like, oh, can you guys come back in like half an hour? And we're like, oh, we're not going to come that's, back that, That's code hour. for stand in line. We don't care about your press credentials. You're like, oh, hey, uh, New Line Cinema. Suck my dick. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's Warner Brothers, not New Line. No, I, I thought New Line was attached to it as well. I think they I are. New Line is the one who... Yeah, because I've been noticing... New Line is doing Annabelle. No, I know they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. But Lord I think Warner. Originally, oh, you know, I, I know, was, I know. Maybe it was New Line, but Warner Brothers is distributed. Yes, that's that's what I meant. Like, yeah, because I think that's the same that's thing with Annabelle, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Yes. That's what I meant. Like, I know it's not. I know it's not. Uh, it's not uh, like uh, New Line's like, oh, we're doing everything. Like, it's always that like partnership where it's like New Line did the film, but Warner Brothers like, we're bigger. We'll go ahead and distribute. Oh, yeah. it. Yeah. And they're like, we did Lord of the Rings. They're like, shut up. Also, in terms of horror, <laughs> did Fairfax do Lord of the Rings? No, it was New Line. New Line. 
Because I remember always seeing like the film falling towards the screen, like falling away from the screen for Lord of the Rings. Sorry, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'll take your word for they it. They probably didn't do Miramax because they would probably have to give some of the rights to Disney at that point because Miramax was owned by Disney Touchstone. at that time. No, no, no yeah, Touchstone. Mi- no, was... Miramax was owned by Disney at one point before yeah. they closed it down. But and actually, and Lord t- of the yeah, Rings... but Touchstone is also owned by Disney as well. And that's how that's why Disney owns the rights to Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Yep. And stupid random facts. Actually, Disney or uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Peter Jackson approached Disney originally, but they weren't going to give him a very big uh, budget for it. So that's why they ended up going through New Line, oh. and that's actually what kicked off New Line and actually like really got him into the big leagues was Lord of the Rings. Huh. Which so. is funny because actually what saved or started New Lines was actually Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I was gonna oh. say, yeah. and then yeah, the min- and then Nightmare on Elm Street went to Dimension, didn't it, for a bit? For yeah, a minute. Yeah, like yeah, because they had because Dimension, 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 and they did, did a, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, they did a lot of that, like that late '90s, early 2000s horror horror films. Kick. Yeah, until and now they are. They, do they do anything anymore? No, I think what happened is because Blumhouse, Blumhouse came out and it was all like, this is how you do it. And Blumhouse basically like took over the world and are awesome. We love you, Blumhouse. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> no, seriously, no them yeah, and like James James Wan. To me, yeah. James he, Wan. Anything oh, yeah. he He's produces, crazy good. produces, directs, yeah. looks at anything. Yeah, yeah. He looks at it and it's like, oh, this is awesome. Anything he comes on just turns into gold. <laughs> also at uh, San Diego. Uh, Hi, I'm James Wan. Court- Welcome to the D cast and. <laughs> <laughs> but a Court, Court of the Dead had a huge booth at San Diego. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so uh, Court of the Dead, I'd, I'd never heard of them before. Anyway, it's a small series. Um, mostly they have they have a small comic book run, as far as I can tell. Um, but they also have, like, this, like, awesome array of these, like, cool vinyl figures. Ooh. And it's all, you know, the war between heaven and hell. And then there's, like, this whole, like, faction of death, which is, like, the arbiter of souls in the middle between the two. And they have like this cool mythos built up, and their their art is like you know it's like it's uh, you know like the pretty like you you can imagine right it's it's the dark sort of gritty style. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got you know like all these like Grim Reaper looking characters with their eyes covered with metal helmets and Ooh. like but the they had they had a huge like probably like thirty foot tall booth there. They had some like cool cosplayers there. Nice. Um, they had. And just and just like their, their case of these like really like like probably like eighteen inch vinyl statues of like all these like really awesome characters, just like big like like Hulk looking zombie with wow, like that's cool. iron spikes driven into him and that reminds me of like what's it called? Like the Left For Dead series with the tanks, those huge like Bethemus yeah, like uh, Yeah, it was it was definitely like a tank. So that's for, that's cool. Yeah. For, I yeah. like that. Yeah, because you sent me something. We were at, uh, we we're at. You're, I was here. You guys were at San Diego Comic Con, and I get a picture from you, and it was like a whole just display of like Godzilla stuff, like figures and everything. That I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was about to be like, grab me one, but I'm like, they're probably like a thousand something dollars a piece, just like that. I'm like, I cannot pay for this. So, but I was also like, my birthday's next week, but uh, <laughs> you're like, I don't have that fucking kind of money. We're like we're only friends of the show. Yeah, we're friends of the show. <laughs> There's a difference between friends of the show and supporters of the show. Yeah. And friends with benefits of the show. Yeah, I haven't found that one yet. <laughs> Still on the lookout. That most likely with DCAS, I'll probably find one. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find plenty with that one. Yeah. We we stopped by the Scream Factory booth, which I don't know if you guys. Horror, no. Okay, so horror movies. We've we've learned this after like becoming part of the Shockwaves. 
uh, Facebook group, there are lots of DVD collectors out there. I had only heard of the Criterion Collection. So, like, they're expensive DVDs that have been all remastered, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, there is apparently a world of these types of DVDs. Like, there is Arrow, which does a lot of horror. We just bought the Reanimator, which is a beautiful set. Um, There's also uh, Scream Factory, which is owned by Shout Factory. Okay. So, they were there, and we uh, we actually bought a couple DVDs. We bought the Steelbook case for Escape from New York and The Fog. Oh. And we got some cool prints. They were out of the we re- thing. We were uh, going to buy the thing, too, but they ran out. Yeah, oh, they God. ran out, like, Thursday. Oh. Like, I love they, the thing. It, was, it had just movie. been released, and so... But they do all sorts of really amazing, like, box sets and, oh, you know, cool. two-disc editions. They did, like, a Return of the Living Dead. Um, they just had their five-year anniversary, so we bought a ton of movies from them. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You though. know, when they're normally like 30 and $40, when you get them for half off, it's like, yay! Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Criterion yeah. Collection, M- I think. It makes them way more reasonable. Right now, if you're looking yeah. at Criterion Collection movies, Barnes & Noble has a sale that's through the end of the week, half off. And so, like, $40 Blu-rays yeah, are yeah, yeah. 20 bucks. 20 bucks, yeah. yeah so we got a couple of those. Kind of hard to say no to. And, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, Lionsgate you know, has a set, Vestatron. Oh, yeah. They're, they're really... This is really the item for the collector, right? Because it's like premium packaging, premium mastering of these mm-hmm. of, of these films. Uh, you know, because like if if you just wanted to buy a DVD, if you're not a collector, like don't don't look at these because you'll you'll have sticker shock. You'll be like, but oh my god! Them, but some of them, to be fair, some of the Blu-ray releases, they're only going to get released in these ways. Yeah, like for example, true. Arrow did a release of Bride of Reanimator, which is the second one in the series. Yeah, which... You're not going to find that on no, Blu-ray in no. any other way, really. Like, in, unless... If you can, it's going to be expensive because it's probably old. Yeah. Which, actually, I gotta say, this is completely random, but whenever you were at the Annabelle showing last night, I actually saw somebody who was wearing a Reanimator's, like, hoodie. And I was like, oh my god, I want that hoodie! No, but, yeah, no, I totally agree with that. It it hasn't been since recently that I've been noticing, at least on Facebook, that there's been, like, oh, such and such is now getting a Blu-ray release. Like, they're finally hitting a couple of them, but they're not. And what's happening is it's these expensive Blu-rays, and it's because they're procuring the rights, and they're spending the money to restore them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, It's not just you're getting a crummy blu-ray release of x movie it's you're getting a digitally remastered sounds restored Mm -hmm. you know they're going in and making a really big fuss over these movies and so you know we've picked up a couple we did you know we've got arrow we did spider baby from arrow and um eaten alive which is one of toby hooper's movies and you know a lot of these obscure titles that you're not going to really find anywhere else and so you know, it's been really interesting learning about all of these Blu-rays that, you know, for a while I was just like, oh, who cares about Criterion Collection? It's just expensive movies. Yeah. But no, there's a reason why they're expensive. And, yeah, you know. For, so I, for collectors, it's really the, the movie that the collector wants. Exactly. So this actually, this raises a question because I have noticed uh, one guy uh, that I follow on, and not like personal known or whatnot, just a guy who's on YouTube or whatnot. The the guy who does like angry video game nerd stuff, it turns out he's a huge like horror buff and he always does this thing called Cinemassacre during like, Halloween. So he'll do like an episode for each day and talk about like certain movies and stuff. So curious about that. Um, do they do any, because he has a lot of fucking VHSs, like probably, you know, back in the day. Does anybody do that still where they sell like the VHS for like the collectors or anything like that? I'm sure online there is. I don't do it just because, like, I don't even have a VCR. Well, yeah, like, no, I, I don't, like, I don't I know totally of anyone that. that produces, like, new 
Nobody VHS produces now. new VHS. Yeah, I don't think like that, but I wasn't sure if they like, hey, look, we got a shit ton of like these, we can sell them off and like if people just buy them. I'm sure people do buy them on, you know, like eBay and whatnot, but generally from what we've experienced within the horror community, a lot of people are really starting to turn to Arrow and Criterion, okay. Shout Factory, yeah, I mean, you I, know, or Scream I, Factory rather, I and like the, that kind of stuff. The only place I hear people talking about VHS anymore is like uh, for like very, uh, you know, sort of like inclusive like VHS swap meets. Like mm. you, you go there and like you bring your your awesome collection of gigantic VHS. It's tapes. like the VHS like you know like it's collectors. Like, it's not yeah. people who are watching them, and they probably own them on Blu-ray. Yeah, like it's. People who are collecting boxes. It's like people who collect Disney movies, you know, like bringing it back to Disney. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is like a Disney it's, podcast. It's like you well, I mean, basically. Sarah's here, so there's going to be Disney. <laughs> but it's it's the collector's mentality, and you collect anything and everything you can, you know, of this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, one of our big purchase at Comic-Con, at San Diego, was we bought a 1973 Exorcist one sheet. What? Yeah. Nice. It, I mean, I mean, this we, is we not. Thought a, it, we thought it was going to be way more than we paid for it. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, we still paid a lot. Don't get me wrong. This poster was like two hundred dollars. Yeah, but I mean, still, that's really. But honestly, cheap you you just telling original, me it's an original nineteen seventy three one sheet. Yeah, and you're telling me that for yeah two hundred bucks, that's actually pretty free. I yeah. guarantee you. I looked probably... on I looked on eBay after the fact to see if I got had. Oh wait 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 wait. Because <laughs> that's how I roll. Wait. One before... person had one for twenty bucks, and I was like, that's not real. And then everybody else was around three hundred to five hundred. Damn it! I was oh. trying to get you not to say the price yet. Oh. I was going to have everyone go around the table and, and guess to see what the range was. All right. Well, I mean, you could you, you could it. guess what we paid. No, for. I was well. You said two hundred. I was going to guess five hundred on on eBay probably. Yeah, they're um, they're they range between like three. I think I saw like three fifty was the cheapest one. Besides yeah. that random twenty dollar one, which there's no my way guess, that's real. My guess is there was a reserve on it or something. I didn't even check. I was like. No. I mean, it, it did help. We had our... Or like in a very small print somewhere, it's all like, it's a reprint of the original. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, no, it, I mean, it's it's got a little wear and tear. It's, you know, it's got creases where it's been folded up. And... Uh, uh, stupid question. Pretty sure I know the answer. You guys are getting a, uh, like, a frame for it, right? Yeah, okay. oh, it's going to no, get framed. Yeah. <laughs> and... We we you actually like are putting it up on the wall with duct tape. Yeah, we're, no, we're, gonna, duct tape we're like we're just gonna hang it in the bathroom that no one actually uses, but we just turn the the shower on so all the humidity in there just you know, ruins everything. I use it as my humidifier. Just yeah. just put it up with some poster putty. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> just see where it takes us, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's funny because like they didn't roll posters back then. Yeah. So oh. you see posters from that generation, and they all have crease lines from how they were folded. Mm. Yeah. And. You know, somebody told us, they were like, you know, you guys can get it framed, and if you take it to, like, you know, a professional framer, they'll take the creases out. And I'm like, no, no, they won't. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you'll, A, I would be terrified that they would actually break the poster, because yeah. it's, the way we received it is it's kind of shrink-wrapped, and it's on, like, a piece of cardboard. Okay. I don't know how, what quality the paper of that poster is. Yeah. Like I don't know how fragile that paper is yeah. to this at this I'm, point. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's archival quality. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be, right? Yeah, because knowing them, they'll be like, we just have to get this into a frame. They're like, we can do that. And they're like, the one guy's in the back going like, they better not ask for the creases out because we don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they just run an iron over it. They're like, it's good. <laughs> oh, you should. There's a big iron burn in the center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we that's uh, that's where that's where the exorcist came out, you know. It, <laughs> we, it, had to, we had to exorcise had a, the poster. Yeah, it came out of the iron. Why do you talk <laughs> like that? We live in Arizona. I don't know. 
<laughs> Here's your poster. We saw we saw a lot of really cool horror stuff though. There's there's a big thing art book. Oh really? Yeah, we 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 almost bought it a couple times, but really, a it was very expensive. It was like eighty dollars for the convention edition, and it was huge. And neither of us really wanted to carry it around at all. We were like, no, that sucks. Yeah, we it, already it was like spent... a sixteen pound book. Oh shit! It was. It, it was. There he goes stout. again, guys. Just get a card. <laughs> and there's now, now he's now he Matthew has to shush because now he's ruined his. He he got everybody in his gullible story. It wasn't really sixteen pounds. It was more like fifteen. Oh. <laughs> but no, it's it's sixteen. Either way, it was a very heavy book that we did not want to lug around, so we ended up not getting it, which... That's whenever you start just pushing around a shopping cart. Yeah, I wish, but, yeah, there's but then no people room think you're homeless. <laughs> yeah, but at San Diego Comic-Con, there is no room for yeah, a literally, shopping cart. Literally oh, yeah, no true. room. Like, when, when the, they had, like, the like for example, like, the cast of Gotham at the Warner Brothers booth, like, you could not walk within, like, four aisles of that booth on any side because it's just literally, like, Mom. butts to nuts people. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like... I have been to Disneyland during, like, Christmas week. That is the worst week of the year to ever go. It fills to capacity every day. This was worse? This was worse. Like, San Diego makes that look like Disneyland was empty. Damn. Like, you are are literally back to chest on all sides. You are shoulder to shoulder. People are walking at, like, half a mile per hour. Like... I don't understand how people can walk this slow. Like they're probably the same I people don't... in the grocery store when you try to go shopping. You're like, what the? Oh fuck my are god, you doing? I hate those people. <laughs> anyway, like seriously, like I do not under like if you want to look at something, move to the side in front of that booth and look. Do not stop in the middle of the walkway. Like, oh, that's nice. We should totally get that for the living room. Yeah, I no, don't know why they all of a sudden went New York, but you know. Anyway, it's it's just really <laughs> rude. It's just really crowded and crazy. No, that's what and... I have to do. I put it on me and I go. Oh, Fucking voices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm trying to think. What of was that other from? Cool... That was from something. I don't remember. It doesn't sound familiar. Oh, it's it's from a cartoon show. Somebody did something, and oh, whatever. I'll figure... What's gonna happen? It's gonna happen later. And in... it's either gonna happen later in the podcast. I'll remember and just shout it out. And or I'll be another like, the podcast altogether. Or another podcast. Or, or everybody will be getting a group message tonight, going like, "Oh, this is where it was from," and you guys are like. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing up at a two o'clock in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what would scare you is I'd probably respond and be like, oh, and you'd be like, what is she doing up at two in the morning? No. First off, if I'm not questioning myself being that up at early, I'm not questioning anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I've, I've developed this really awful, like, case of insomnia as of late. I've been going to bed at, like, three and four in the morning. It's ridiculous. Oh, like, yeah. well, And then the alarm goes off for Matthew at, like, 6.30, and I'm just like, oh, my God. <sighs> and he's like, you got up so late today. And I'm like... I also went to bed like two hours ago. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just, ugh. I've been addicted to like prison dramas. It's, I can't even. I just can't even. I, I, okay, I want to put a pin in that because I want to know, <laughs> I want to know more about that. Um, but uh, um, any, any other horror stuff that's come up? And besides even that, I, this, the show has been its sh- the show that it is going wherever it wants to go. I meant to be like, how have you guys been? Because I haven't seen you. <laughs> <laughs> We've been busy. It's, it's so, been crazy busy. I, I don't think there's anything horror else that we saw or did. I'm trying to think. Oh, we were interviewed by Sci-Fi. That oh, was yes. exciting. Oh, cool. And um, we actually, they had us talk about our love of horror because they were, they're doing something for, it's like what, their 25th anniversary? Mm-hmm. They're doing like 25 years of sci-fi. 
And yeah, I mean, so they, they so were. They interviewed a bunch of fans, us included. Yeah, that's in the show. Talked to us about like what we geek out about, what makes us fans of this, that, and the other thing, and we kind of like zeroed in on horror because that was a uh, like like you said a, a niche that they hadn't filled yet. So. She was really excited. She was like, I really need a horror, like, guest. It'd be super cool if we, you know, end up on some, like, commercial B-roll for sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, so come September, check sci-fi. If you see the geeks who eat. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Let <laughs> us know. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll You'll definitely like, do that because if it comes up anywhere I'm at, I'm all like. I'm like podcast of geeks who eat. <laughs> no, because if they're on it, if you guys were on a commercial or whatnot, I'd be like, I've been on my podcast a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> my like, mom's like, I don't care. <laughs> you're like, friends with She's show. like, you're really interrupting Thanksgiving Wait, is your right mom now? the one who likes our stuff too? Probably, yeah. Aww. Joan Mooney? Yep. Yeah, Joan yeah. Mooney. Yep. Oh, your mom likes a lot of our stuff. My mom likes everything, so... I don't care. Your mom <laughs> likes my, my blog. That's a, cool. I, I have a feeling that as soon as anything happens to me where it's like if I get cancer... And She's immediately going to She'll like, like it. it. <laughs> She's like, it turns out I definitely have cancer. Like! Uh, but uh, I, figure, um, I figure before we jump into... Um, talk about the Annabelle movie and stuff like that because that was fantastic. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit of uh, actually one piece of news kind of this week I, I did want to touch upon because it is something near and dear to my heart. But the uh, original Godzilla suit actor uh, Haru uh, Nakajima, I believe it's pronounced, uh, he passed away uh, this uh, uh, I think actually a few days ago. He was 88. Yeah. yeah, he was 88 years old and stuff of like that. But the man wore it for like 12 consecutive films and stuff of like that. I always remember hearing stories about how hard it was to like see out of that damn thing and all that kind of stuff. So um, I, it sucks though that he passed away because I really want to know his opinion of like all the the new Godzilla being like CGI and how he he feels about that because they did still do some you know, Godzilla movies with the suit still in Japan, so... Um, He's like, I can't see out of the suit, so I have no idea what it looks like. Actually, I think it'd be more in... Uh, I would have Just a, tr I would have a translator, suit. probably, because I'm... Yeah. <laughs> he spoke perfect English. Well, actually, the suit was very easy to wear. Well, it's like James Wan. Like, whenever you see him, you think he's going to have an accent. He's just like, oh, yeah. And you're just like, holy crap. Like, Wait, who? James Wan. I think it was James Wan. Like, we were watching an oh, interview no. with him. No, actually, Tom Holland was doing that for me. Because every, oh, really? every time I saw him, it was always the Spider-Man previews and everything like that. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then he, I forget that he's British. Oh. So he sits down in an interview, and they're like, oh, so how do you like He's like, oh, blimey. And I'm like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> threw it. I was all like, oh, wait. That's right. He's British. Okay. Like, his yeah, really his Nerdist interview was really good. Oh, oh I really yeah, liked I that. that, was, that. He was so yeah. fucking, like, earnest, too, with everything. And he's just all like, oh, you know, I'm just, like, you know, fucking around and shit. Like, yeah, oh. and, like, even whenever he was on the Nerdist I podcast. I love to drive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> on the Nerdist podcast for uh, uh, Crimson Peak, he was on there with Guillermo del Toro, and he and Guillermo, Guillermo were giving each other shit, and it was the funniest, like, uh, I, think think I think you're thinking Hiddleston. Hiddleston? Hiddleston? Oh shit! We're yeah, talking yeah, Holland. Right. We're talking Holland, Spidey. Right. We're not uh, talking Loki. Dumb. Tom Hiddleston, Tom Holland. It all mixes in my head. I'm sorry. I, I think there's about like 15 years of age difference there. Well, okay. Uh, no, you yeah. know what? I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt because I mean, the Marvel Cinematic Universe already has two Toms, two fucking or three fucking Chris's. Yeah. Like everybody's like named after each other. All I hope is in Infinity War. This is all. And honestly, then there's Jeremy Renner. Like I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> and then Nick Cumberbatch is like, "Fuck you, I'm Sherlock." I, okay, that's all I'm saying. They better have that fucking line in the movie where yes. someone says, oh my god, something, something, and then someone just turns around and goes, no shit, Sherlock, and then it's both of those two sitting there. <laughs> they need to do that. that. Like, look, the movie could suck, but if it has that in I'm like, done. Best movie ever. Best movie, Best movie ever. ever. I, I mean, um, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see, like, a, a 
Chris Battle Royale. Oh, you know they're going to battle they're, for the Chris supremacy. They're, they're gonna they're gonna butt heads in the in the very beginning because it's like. Well, yeah, because it's like one le- team leader going against another team leader, so it should be interesting. But well, well, uh, you know what? We'll put a, I'm putting a pin on that. We'll talk about that on Longbox Cast. So, um, but yeah, so yes, uh, I love how I went from Godzilla suits into this is hi, welcome Tom to the podcast. Holland and I totally <laughs> fucked that up with Tom Hiddleston. No, you're Anyways. good. Hey, hey, no, you know what? You... I brought it back with Crimson Peak. So. No, no, you went back to Tom Hiddleston because. He was in Kong, which is also relevant to Godzilla. That too. I can turn. I can I turn anything to fucking Kevin Bacon, whatever not, and Harpy. I uh, love Kevin Bacon. He's amazing. No, I love him too. He's good. Um, and Friday the Thirteenth. That's true. We oh oh here we go. Here we go. Yes. Oh Friday the Thirteenth. So we met the game developers very briefly. They were oh, they yeah. were not into talking to us. They were too cool for school. And I'm sorry, but we were way the hell cooler than these guys. Okay, first off, I would back that up and be like, hey, hey, assholes, I didn't make a shitty game. <laughs> okay, well. Fix your shit signed, before you release they it. They signed a nice photo for us, but they didn't want to hear anything about us and what we were doing. Oh, fuck that. So they were kind of jerks, but. Just they for that, did... I'm not playing their game. Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> They introduced us to Larry Zerner, who happened to pop by their booth, and he was, what was it, Sandy or Shelly? I can't, I think it's Shelly, in the yeah, third movie. Third movie. So the kind of, like, chubby white guy with the fro. Oh, yeah. He was, that's, like, the only movie he did, but he popped by their booth, and he took a photo with us and signed our picture, and he was like, you, was you nice guys, he was, like, he was so blown away, like, what, you're actually, you want to take a picture first with First off, they're they going to put him in the game now. I don't know. They like, should. He just happened to be by their booth. Like, I don't know if he was there with them or if he no, was just so at just Comic-Con. I just like, mental picture in my head of them putting, like, the, the, the CGI sensors on his hair. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have that much hair anymore, Aww. guys. Like, no, he... They'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. And we also met Charles Band. Who's oh, the full moon guy? There's there's a ton of controversy surrounding this guy and how he he got his movie rights and this yeah, that and the yeah. other. But you know what? It turns out that all drama aside with that, he's a really nice guy and like we talked to him for like 20 minutes. Oh, that's he cool. he thrust a copy of Evil Bong 666 into my hands, which oh my god, I really want to I you know I don't know when I'm gonna watch. I'll that, put it this but... way: the I I discovered I haven't watched them yet. I discovered them because I was going through. Hulu and Hulu has a they must have a deal with they Full have, Moon. I think they do because they have a lot of the puppet masters. Oh yeah. But Full Moon has their own streaming channel, which Charles Band really is it band or brand? Brand. We'll brand. just call it, we'll just call it the brand band. We'll call him Charles. So Charles, <laughs> I'm on a first name basis with everybody I meet. <laughs> you know what works for me, Charles. Anyways. So Charles How's was Charlie telling doing? us that we should get his channel, which we still need Checking. to do, because I actually do want to check it out because they will be doing a new Puppet Master yes. that will be it. It will be exclusive to this channel. What they are also really? doing? Yes, and they are also doing a pup. I don't know if he's involved, but there's going to be a Puppet Master comic coming out in October. That's going to be it's going to be a five issue series. Which is on my pull list, so I can report back. And all of their like graphic novels that they did, or short comics—I'm not sure if they were one shots or graphic novels—are being, you know, sold right now. So you can actually pick those up. 
Okay, so I will say this. Like, it, I, I will say it's a guilty pleasure, but it really is not. Like, I fucking love Puppet Master. Have you seen the version that's on Amazon Prime, the Elvira's 13 Nights of Horror, where no. she does, like, she does, like, the, like, ghost host, you know, kind of the host over them, so she pops into the movie and makes, like, no. silly commentary through oh the whole thing. Oh, my God, I need shit. to see this. Oh, yeah, they have, have, they have Puppet Master, really and, like, there's, like, a bunch of other movies, but Night of the Living Dead, the original George Romero oh, version, nice. is one of them. Nice. And it's, it's pretty cool, and it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, because yeah, I have Amazon have... Prime. <laughs> pop! Just pop. pop my own cherry there, kid. <laughs> Welcome to Dick Cast, where we, where pop we pop like pop cherries hot. all over the place. Um, yeah, no, I love I love Poppet Master. I actually started busting out laughing because these, these uh, two. Actually, uh, that would be like the German version because oh, Pop Poppet is doll in German. Yeah, it's the Poppet Master movies. Yeah, they only just run around and kill Jews. The Poppet Killer. Too soon. Too soon. Okay, first off, too soon. Too soon. I'm a Jew. It's always too soon. No, no. First off, I can say that because you know why Puppet Master always deals with Nazis. That's true. That's true. Always does. deals with Nazis. So yeah. just the first one. Yes, because yes. two Nazi men come in to take the guy and he has oh, to kill himself. That's yeah. right. I've only seen the first one. I actually think I own all of them. I think we saw I'll, the I'll, second one. I'll put it one. this way: first one is what it is, it, because like not even gonna not even gonna try to like I love it, but it's the fucking worst like story in the world. It's all like oh we're gonna kill a bunch of people that are like the it's, chick, the it's, one chick who like has like the, the psychic sexual. the sexual yeah. psychic abilities. It's like the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Like she's just like all of a sudden laying in the bed and she's like oh and you're like. Well, that's what I love. It's like it's like it's like okay, puppets are gonna be killing people, but then it's all like let's throw in this weird bullshit. Everyone's a psychic story. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? It, that's what I love about it. It's just so fucking just like you're, it's just it's retarded. But you have to I have to give him a hand with like all the puppeteering and all those kind of things. Yeah. Fucking look great. Have you seen? Speaking of weird puppets and all of that, have you seen Trilogy of Terror with Karen Black? No. Oh, you need to see this. It's like. Where did we watch it? Was it on Amazon Prime or Hulu? It's on one of it's the probably streamings. Hulu. Just look at the streaming channel. Okay. I don't know who. We watch so many movies on so many different streaming yeah. channels that yeah. it's hard to keep it straight. But so, Trilogy of Terror has Karen Black, who was Mother Firefly in House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh. And she's in each of these. It's like an anthology horror with three stories, and she's in each one. She's oh. the main character in each one. Okay. Okay. One of them is a has a like a little like tribal puppet thing that comes like stabbing at her with a spear and it's it's oh, crazy yeah, this, wait when did this, this movie come like out 70s, 70s or 80s yeah okay i know what you're talking about i've seen that that You've thing with the, little, seen, with the yeah. puppet yeah okay you okay. probably yeah seen that, it, that's like, short i think it's pretty well known okay but yeah. there was like there was a very like big time during the 70s and 80s where they like did a lot of puppet stuff because like you have that you have obviously puppet master you have chucky with dolls and then there's the one cat's eye he wasn't really technically a puppet. He was more like a little demon dude, but he came out with Drew Barrymore, remember? And her cat tried to stop, like, they found a stray cat, and this little stray cat was trying to kill the little gremlin demon guy. Yeah, and okay. then, like... There's, like, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, where he had, like, the puppet strings. No, that was, that was three. Three? Was that three? And he did it with a human. But yes, there's a big, like, there was, like, a big obsession. <laughs> oh, no. There was, there was the little, uh, the little, uh, claymation style, uh, Freddy, in the, that, like, jumps down and runs uh, off and stuff like that, I think, in... I think that's three, isn't it? Yeah, yeah no, I, think... I was, I was thinking the Dream one where Warriors. he had the, uh, the... Yeah, the, the, the marionette. Yeah, the that dream... was in Dream Warriors. Yeah, because he cuts the, uh, he cuts the thing, the and guy falls like, to his death. Yeah, and it was, like, the guy's, like, veins or something, it was really creepy. Yeah, that was it. That's, oh, like, yeah. but, like, seriously, there's, like, a huge puppet 
like dull, gremlin-y, like little thing where everything was like claymation. Every time yeah. I think like of pup just puppet masters, though, yes, no. it's pup exploitation. Let's let's coin this phrase. Every pup time I think of like puppet pup master and um, evil bong, though, it just makes we'll me think of because they actually had like it was <laughs> evil the bong versus the ginger dead man. Yeah, yeah. And fucking, and do you know that the gingerbread ginger man, man, the gingerbread man movie? Do you know that that's Gary Busey? Yeah. Oh, and that's full moon. It. That's a full oh, moon. Yeah, I know. That's why whenever you said uh, the evil bong, I was like, there oh, yeah, some so I don't man. know like, what the connection what is, but head. they're on Puppet Master. They have, they're selling figures of the main puppet blade. Yeah, yeah. And he has, like, the reanimator syringe and a, like, reanimator, like, glowy knife. Oh, like, that's cool. So wow. I don't know what kind of tie-in they've done. I don't think it's Jeffrey Combs, and I don't think it's anything like it. But they're selling a figure of it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I was like, oh, it's like $200. Nope. Yeah. Not gonna... That went to my poster. Like... But, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. I did get a free Blade figure, because... What? Because my... A little, like, you know, action figure, because my my buddy Charles hooked it's, it's a like sister a, it's up. It's like a three-inch tall. That's hey, so awesome. Hey, yeah. still hey, hey, Charles amazing. hooked a sister up. He was like... Hey, here, take this Blu-ray. Here, take this. Oh, give her that figure. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. cool. It's because I bought Taurus Trap, and I was really, I'm really excited about seeing. Oh her. shit! I've heard of. Oh fuck. We could, we could have a movie I was, watching. I rem- that's what. I was, okay, so that guy I was talking about, the angry video game nerd James Roloff, is basically his name. But he was, he did that, and he talked about the Tourist Trap movie, where he's just like, he's like, I don't even know what the fuck this movie is. It's like, yeah, it's, it's crazy, and that's, it's, it sells it's, you on one point, but it has nothing to do with this part of, This is part of Charles's like controversy. Is his version is missing like five minutes. Oh. They say like so. There's like, well, why is it missing five minutes? Why did the theatrical have fun? so like. There, there's much controversy around this guy, but you know what? I really like Charles and friend of the show. Sweet, I'll take he's it. A friend, friend of the show. He's a friend. He's a friend. Tell sorry, him to come I'll, on sometime. I love right? <laughs> I would, I would love to get an interview with him. Like, I think that would be so much fun. He's a really nice guy. Like, yeah, maybe it's just because he, he. Where does he live? Like L.A. Yeah, maybe it's just because like I bought a DVD, but he was really nice to me, and I can't. Hey, you know, I can't there fall. are there are people who are just like that, and he it was makes nice, charming. Pleasant. You like? It. Well, I mean, he's a salesman. I mean, like, let's be real. He wanted us to really buy a subscription to his show, and as soon as I cancel a couple of my existing streaming subscriptions, I will probably do so because I like horror movies. Yeah. But honestly, did you really feel like he was doing it just to get a sale, or did you feel like he was doing it just because now he, he spent to be way too much? No, he was being personable because he spent way too much yeah. time talking see, to me. Because he's probably just be getting us like. Like, I'm sure it started there, but then he kept talking with us, and then he even took a picture with us. Well, yeah, and... that's what makes it actually, like, nice. It means, like, he's not just looking exactly. to get a sale you, out of you. He's really trying to, like, get to know you and, like, you know, actually exactly. have, like, a personal you know, interaction I mean, he could have, there were plenty of people trying to shop at his booth. He could have been like, okay, excuse me, you two people, you bought a DVD, move on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he did not do that. <laughs> Well, but then again, ahead. I don't really let people do that. But, so. uh, but <laughs> we all know me. But anyways, so we're going to move on to your lovely shirt. Oh, yes, I'm wearing an Annabelle shirt for those who can't see. I actually, like, thank you Warner Brothers swag for this amazing shirt because it's super comfy. And I really hope that all PR companies who do t-shirt swag take note that this is a very soft t-shirt. And don't skimp on the t-shirt. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Seriously, okay. because there's nothing worse than a rough, itchy shirt, and I will not promote your movie if you have a rough, itchy shirt. So thank you, Annabelle Creation and New Line and Warner Brothers and all involved in designing said shirt, because this shirt is hecka comfy. And, and pretty stylish. Yeah, I mean, it it's, it's just it's a, And it's creation. like the perfect color of gray to where it's not too light, but it's not like almost black. Yeah, it's black. not like an almost white gray, but it's not like so dark. 
it's it, basically a black shirt. Yeah. So. Like, it's a very nice in-between. Exactly. Gray. It's a nice heather. And it'll fade well, too. Exactly. It's Which is always the problem that I have with gray shirts. Mm-hmm. Is they always fade to this weird, like, almost brown color, and you're like, <laughs> I know. It's like they just become gray and dull. Or doll, as I should say, because it's now time for our Annabelle Creation review. Now, of course, if you're listening to this, of course, the movie, if you did not get a chance to see a sneak peek of it or got early access to it from, uh, this is what I'm saying, follow the geeks who eat. They do these content, and not just for horror movies, they did it for Spider-Man, they did it for Wonder Woman, they did it for Transformers, like, Anything that's coming out big, they'll put... This is the cool part. You can enter a contest, go see a movie, and then you look at their blog and go, oh my god, they got these kick-ass recipes? Fuck yeah, I'm going to make some of this. And if you want a movie, if like you know there's a movie coming out and you want to know if we're doing a recipe for it with a giveaway, hit us up and ask. You know, chances are we probably are, but if not, we can find out like you know who's repping the movie and we can... You know, we can definitely try to work with them to do giveaways. So, you know, just let us know. We we can't ask if you don't ask. So I will say this before we dive into uh, the Annabelle review. Uh, where can they find you? We are they're... at Two Geeks Who Eat, like the number two. Number two, geekswhoeat.com. And then everywhere else on social media, we are at Geeks Who Eat. Yeah. So Instagram, Twitter, all that great stuff, kids. Go ahead and follow them. I don't Pinterest, know why I call them the kids. YouTube. I hope kids aren't listening to this. I really do. <laughs> I don't know. We Mentally, they're still children theaters. because they're watching horror movies. That too. So uh, we'll just call it that. But I will say, like, with your Annabelle creation recipe, and I, I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, I need to share it. And then I forgot. But it looked really <laughs> freaking good. I like, oh, I you. really I don't suck know at why, social media. I don't I know really why do. you would tell them that story. Like, you told me, and I go, like, <laughs> telling me is one person too many. Like, I don't know why you're telling me this because i really suck at social media i have no idea why we have a facebook page i think i've been on there like maybe 10 times just to see i'm like oh look somebody new like the page thanks person like and um, then that's about i will I say this though you you've gotten a few people from work to finally listen I to have, the podcast so you're more personable than like a social media people face. within the past <laughs> like two or three weeks i think so so good on you but yeah, we'll we will talk about this. So of course, kids. Uh, of course, as always, we will uh, we'll talk about the movie. And actually, wow, I think this is the first time that we have guest reviewers. I think it is. I think. Don't quote me on this, kid. Yeah, I don't think we talked about a movie because the first time was like an introduction. Yeah, introduction. The second time was Big Chris. Big Chris. And so now we have a movie yeah. review. So this is good. Mm-hmm. So the, what we do, of course, you guys do listen to the show, so you already know how we how we work. But for any new listeners listening and previous listeners, so we'll go ahead and we'll talk about the movies, what we liked, what we didn't like about it, what we thought was cool, and then we'll go ahead and we'll give the reviews of uh, Rotten Tomato and we'll give the reviews of IMDb. But then at the end, we will now, instead of just having Anna and I reviewing the movie out of five, uh, ooh, we're going to let them pick what we're going to use for the judging thing this time. And then you guys will also get to give your reviews as well. So we usually do, like, we try to pick some of those in the movie, like an item, and then say, like, five out of five of that kind of thing. But we'll, we'll, you don't have to, if you have something now, great. If not, you can think about it. Well, I'll let you two guys come with something fun. But, okay, so I'm going to be honest. So this came out, this comes out this Friday. But Uh, anyways, first of all, if you have, if you don't want this spoiled, stop listening now. Oh, fuck them if they're still listening. Um, All right. We we are, we are going to spoil. Yeah, we're going to spoil the hell. So spoilers, everyone dies. Yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Here's the Annabelle creation, uh review for us and everything like that but what i want to touch upon so i remember seeing the original annabelle i did not like it okay i will say we just rewatched it 
So we rewatched it the night before we saw Annabelle. Okay. It, it worked well for me on a rewatch. Yes. And the ones, the one scene that I thought was super amazing from the first watch wasn't as awesome and impactful on the second, the second watch. Okay. Well, when I saw it, I was like, what's the big deal? And then people were like, oh, no, there's a shadow behind the doll that's picking it up. And I'm like, well, I'm colorblind. So this staple, <laughs> point, <laughs> this, this, this staple point in the movie that everybody was like, <gasps> Steve was like, I was like, I literally was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's just on a string just like floating there. This is <laughs> bullshit. Like, I was so angry. Yeah, for me, I thought that the demon was actually possessed possessing the doll so whenever it was just picking it up i was like all right that just kind of lost like some of its magic for me but i mean the reason why i was so irritated with the first movie is because i like before the movie came out i had actually researched the annabelle story so i was really excited i was like oh they're actually gonna do the story and then the movie had nothing to do with the actual story but i will say annabelle creation made me like the first annabelle story or annabelle movie better because I feel like it flowed well into the technical first Annabelle movie. Yeah, so. for, for me, it was just, like, the perfect setup for, like, all these scenes. Like, all these, like, great, like, cut to the doll. Mm -hmm. Like, every time the, that, it, that there was a scene where, it, like, it just cut to the doll, you're just like, oh, it's Anna. Like, the, yeah. so yeah. You, don't get that, you don't get that experience without watching the first movie first. So, so what I will say with this movie so far is, right off the bat, like, it... It's it's only like an hour and 49 minutes, but it is so like well paced mm -hmm. that as soon as it starts and like hits its momentum and starts going and which apparently does not take long because I was like, <laughs> oh, nothing's gonna, nothing is going to happen within the first 10 minutes. I really have to pee. So I left. I come back, and I'm going to let everyone else fill in what actually happened, but I come back, sit down, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? This is a brand new movie. I don't know any of these people on a bus. What's going on? And then turns out... I'm you were literally gone for two minutes, and within those two minutes, a huge amount of a stuff huge happens. plot thing happens, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, right off the bat, so like honestly, like that was like what the first five minutes of the movie, something like that. Yeah, it, it, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah within it, the it, first ten it, minutes, it had it, it it hit pretty fast. Like I was like, okay, so what we're talking about, of course, you've already seen the movie, and that's why you're listening to this review. Uh, the little girl gets hit by a fucking car. Because yeah. I didn't get to see it. So, yeah, so I mean, they yeah. show that in the trailer, though, if I oh, recall. Oh, like, head, head first, Because I don't remember it, into so. a car. She well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, they they, they she, allude to it in the trailers. Well, okay. yeah, because, like, the, the dad is changing a tire, and he pull, he yanks the tire off, and one of the lug nuts pops off into the middle of the road, and there's a car coming, and the wife had said, oh, I can wave the car down, and the guy's like, oh, no, it's fine. And the daughter's like, oh, I got it, Daddy, and dives into the middle of the road right as the car is coming full speed, and you just hear this... Oh. And you're like, oh, oh shit! Oh, like no. they don't show it, but you're just like, only oh. in THX. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in terms of like the pacing and tension of the movie, it had like this like perfect curve of like starts off with a little exposition, and then it just like builds, 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 and then like the last, you know, like the second and third act of the movie were just like nonstop tension. Like, yeah, it was, it was almost even too much. It, like. It was at that at that level where like if it was just more it would have been too much, mm -hmm. but uh, it was at just just enough but where I you don't get burned like, out. But it was like good scares, like it didn't feel forced. Like <laughs> I felt like they didn't oh, make it so like you know how you get a ton of those horror movies with the jump scares that are like not really scares and it's just like and oh it just pisses you oh, off. Oh, it's just they the just cabinet made a closing. Loud sound. That was yeah. annoying. You know, and it's but it wasn't like this. Everything had intention. 
Well, and I will say in the beginning, they kind of had like a couple of those jump scares that they tried to like kind of do the jump scares a little bit. And I think that that was just kind of like a humor key to just kind of be like, oh, you, like you you jumped, haha, that's on you kind of thing. And But once it actually got underway, like every time they had a jump scare, like it was a legitimate scare. So yeah. I know I know James Wan, he just produced this, um, but like everything he does, whatever it is, like how he does his, the jump scares and like just, he, it's like, it's like I was talking about with the original Alien movie, there's like these beats where if you wait too long, it's like, okay, if you do it too quick, you don't really have time to kind of like react. So they found like this timing mechanisms where it's like one, it's like instead of like one, two, three, it's like one, two and a half kind of thing. There's a scare and you're like, oh, and then they throw something else at you and you're like, oh shit, kind of. Yeah. So just the pacing on that, like they, they discovered that key and this had like so much of it, like there's exactly one perfect part in it where like the girl's on the chair and everything's going dark and stuff. You're like, and I'm literally like, oh, fucking something's going to grab her from that side of the thing. And she just flies up in the air. Like, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't see that. Come. Yeah, like, they, stuff or, like that was very or good. The, yeah. uh, or the bunk bed scene where she's, like, yeah. fishing out into the dark hallway with her little pop gun. Mm-hmm. And then she, she catches the demon. Yeah. But, like, the, the worst part of the scene is after she runs up on the top of her bunk bed and she sees the demon, like, underneath. And, and she sees looks, the doll. And then you see the hand, like, come out and grab the doll's face. And, like, oh, my God. And then, like, holy shit, what do you do? Like, that taps yeah. into, like, a primal childhood, like, monster under the of, bed. Yeah, fear. Like, it does. Like, and that that's not just, like, an irrational fear. That, that confirmed there is a deadly killer demon yeah. just <laughs> chilling Again. underneath your bunk bed. Like, don't you dare stick a toe. Yeah. yeah. And actually, going back to the first Conjuring movie, they played on that so well. James Wan did in the first Conjuring movie. There's a scene where it's the little girls in a bedroom alone, and it's at the, in the middle of the night. And the little girl goes, "There's someone in the corner," and they just show like the corner of the room behind the door, and it's just black. And for Isn't some that reason, Conjuring Two. No, that's yep. the first one. No, Conjuring Two, because the girl's talking to it. Yep. No, they did that in too. the first one. Whenever she's talking about Bathsheba, before you see Bathsheba on the top of the. On the top of the bookcase, or on top of the wardrobe, she's like, "There's something in uh, the room." They and do it a like, lot. Yeah, they do it's, do it a lot, but again, it's, it's like a James that, it's literally thing. tapping into the primal fear of there's something in the well, dark the that you can't see. The director of Annabelle creation was the guy who did Lights Out. Okay, so oh. they mentioned that, and that's a movie that I did want to see, and I and still haven't seen it. You know, honestly, like Lights Out, I felt it was like good, was but it, it underperformed for me. Agreed. Okay. Agree. Okay. It's the trailer made it look way scarier than it was. Okay. And but then again, like the kid in that was a little bit like whiny and uh, like you know you get a little those bit movies, like the Babadook kid. <laughs> not not as bad. Not nearly as bad. Oh, is that the range of annoying kids? Like the Babadook kid is really bad and like because I'm trying to yeah actually I would think like the 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 girls in this I think did a phenomenal well, job. Well, the little girl the the little girl with the short hair with the bangs, not the girl who gets possessed, but the one who was on the bunk bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was in Ouija: Origin of Evil. Oh, she was, was she? Doris. She yeah, was the main little girl. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that Oh, one. so she's, like, basically, she's the main little girl. Like, Oh, nice. Yep. Okay. So Actually, she's, I would we, rate we it from, like, the, the original solid. Poltergeist daughter to, like, the Babadook. <laughs> oh, see, because I was going to go with Andy Barkley, too, from, uh, like, Child's Play and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Because he, he wasn't, like... He, he wasn't annoying. He wasn't annoying. He was a kid, but it sucked for yeah. him because, like, when he, like quote-unquote, when he could be annoying, it wasn't really him being annoying. It was him going, like, no, seriously, this fucking doll is telling me to do shit. Someone listen to me. Like, I'm not fucking crazy. Like kind of thing, um, but true. yeah. So, but like I said, like every like no annoying kids in this really well paced and everything like that. Um, I 
I'm just trying to think of like other like was some of you like what things did you like about the movie I guess and what things did you well, not like. About I the blinked movie? during the scene where they're looking at the picture frame I was of the say nun, that. and I blinked and I missed it. So now I'm like, okay, well now I have to really go see this movie again just so I can oh see that God. scene. That part creeped me out so much because I was literally but, watching it and you just see like it's literally like they. But turn that's to... what I loved about this is they're building up for the nun. They're yeah. making yeah. a movie called the nun. Yes. And this is like uh you know the build for it. Like, yeah. So what I love about the Conjuring universe in general is that they build these movies without being like, yeah, it's obvious to the fans, but it's not like, hey, it's not like so we're building this universe yeah. just so we can make another movie. It's we're building these movies. <laughs> they don't, they and don't take 15 hinting. minutes of exposition to like beat you over the head with it. Like all they need to do was, you know, tilt the picture frame and then in the shadow it's kind of illuminated at that certain angle. Mm-hmm. Valak, you can see Valak in the shadow with yeah. the Valak, nuns. That's his name. Yeah. So I think, and that's, I thought that was awesome. I was like, I was like, cause already you're like, to me, it's like, you already know it's tied to the universe. Cause obviously the Annabelle doll, you've seen it in the conjuring in the case, mm-hmm. everything that I'm still waiting for the movie where I know they have shown bits and pieces of like them getting the doll, like from the people, but I'm still waiting for that movie of where it does come into the Warren's possessions finally. Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't want it to happen too soon. Cause I would like to see more fucking yeah, shit I don't, with I don't this. Know. I, my guess is they're not going to. Probably because not. they have the nun coming, and then they have the, the crooked man. Yeah, they have the crooked but man. That actually, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for as well. I'm. Fu- I was. I you, don't know how I feel about it yet. I haven't. I haven't seen enough of it to be excited. I loved Valak though. Like to yeah, me, Valak was such like a cool icon. The crooked man's kind of tapped after Conjuring too. Like that was that was I as know. much as I wanted to see of the crooked man. Kind of sure yeah. About like that. I kind of feel, feel like that they've probably oh seen that they could do more with that, especially because again, playing on like the childlike primal fear. Like you could really use like number like use like the the fear of the dark like stranger danger like all that kind of stuff and combine but it into that, one. But isn't that like I feel like that's like what makes you know the Conjuring movies good is it's not childhood fears it's real legitimate fears. But I feel like that show taking, your child yeah. like that validate as Matthew said they validate your childhood fears. It's not like oh this is like the crooked man is like it looks like a little kid drawing. There's literally so a like, monster underneath my bed right now and I like, might die if I stick my foot out. So uh, is that was that your favorite scene with the doll and Oh the... yeah, hands down. Like it, it was just, it just played so well in a lot of ways, you know, cuz it obviously like the primal fears that it touched on and then also the execution was what really made it the best right you know because she she peeks over the one edge and you know there's going to be something there but it was like a very subtle you know the the doll staring like well that's what i love about that right there just it's literally what i love i don't know so i I like if you're talking about the scenes like that the scene where she first discovers annabelle in the closet and she opens the door it's just bible verses well, not only that, but she, like, opens it, and it, like, you see the doll in the corner, and the light's, like, on the doll, and then she closes the door, and then it opens again. I knew that that was gonna happen, though. Yeah, I... but you knew it's gonna, but the way that but they the... filmed it was uh, yes. so scary, because, like, the doll doesn't move. You're expecting this doll to move, and, and what's gone. so crazy about that scene is it's so, like, you get that fear feeling, and the doll doesn't move. Like, it just opens, and then she locks the door. The door opens again, and there's just the doll chilling, not moving, up, yo? not like doing anything. And it's just like they, they do a really good job of not ever moving Annabelle of her own volition. Um, and but then they have this like a few hints of it in that scene. There was like you know it looked like Annabelle was standing up underneath a sheet, 
and I love the oh that scene was the, the, so the good. mechanic oh, of yeah. like walking forward and like dragging the sheet. the sheet yeah, yeah. the sheet and then the sheet falls and there's nothing there's nothing there well I was gonna say back to the with the bed thing what I thought was actually so genius about that is like yeah she looks down and then you see the doll because you know nothing was there before so you see the doll so everyone does that initial like oh shit jump but then it's like they could have left it at that but then like nope and then demon hand comes grabs it and you're like oh fuck like it gave <laughs> you that perfect moment of like oh shit this shouldn't be there and then they do another thing like oh shit like and then it's like that whole thing where she's like in bed and we're all sitting there going like what's gonna happen and then she goes to bed like even when it went to the morning she wakes up I'm like why the fuck I could not like you slept like <laughs> fuck that noise <laughs> yeah yeah but you, you can imagine that because exactly, everyone's yeah. had that moment in childhood where they were afraid to go to sleep because there was a shadow so just that's why but, it resonates but like those kind of beats like they literally could have just scared you with like oh there's the Annabelle doll we're not going to show you anything else. but just like oh we're going to throw in the demon hand thing and you're like they, oh they shit scare you, you know? and then they up the ante yeah. and that's what I thought kept the movie kind of good pacing because when you think you're like okay I know what's going to happen now and then they finally they do like something completely different but yeah. it's still fucking like oh, okay I did not see this coming um, I like the thing with the scarecrow. I thought that was kind of cool and unique oh, and stuff yeah. like that. My favorite part so far, though, was when the mother was telling the story, and then she comes into the room where she's having tea, and the thing just transforms, and just, like, how it just was like... <laughs> and oh, I'm yeah, like, it turns into that tall, stilt like, Yeah, the bones start snapping in the weird kind of way. So yeah. then, actually, what finally hit me with this, I'm trying to remember the first Annabelle movie, because I've only seen it once, but... This is the first movie that I, in the Conjuring series that I know of, so anyone can quote me on wrong, because again, I just finally watched these this year kind of thing. Uh, no deaths in the the Conjuring and stuff like that, besides, I think there was a dog that died maybe in the first one. Yes. But in this one, they literally had like two people die. And like, brutally. And brutally. Mm-hmm. And I was like very surprised by well, that. Well, in the first Annabelle, the, the neighbor... That's right, yeah. The neighbor's family, which, which at the end of... This movie, they, they revisit in, which was and tie it in, really which genius. is very Origin of Evil, Ouija Origin of Evil, because they did something very similar. Oh, did they? But it was an after credits shot okay. for Ouija Origin of Evil. And, you know, they, they kill, I'm trying to think of, I don't think anybody died in The Conjuring or The Conjuring 2. No, they yeah. did not. But in Annabelle, they did. Yes. The family died, and then the, the, the one mother gets stabbed in the stomach while she's pregnant, which was really just yeah. a, that's Didn't, like that's such a like forgive the pun, but that's such a gut wrenching scene like to uh, me like <laughs> like I don't even mean it to be a pun, but I can't no. think of a better word for it because like that's just like oh, dude, that's like so like it hits you like in because that's the thing like, like getting stabbed like in the in the stomach for anybody else you're like okay but now it's like okay not only you're trying to kill me but you're trying to kill something that I'm creating right now exactly like, it's and that's like, just like that scene I remember when we rewatched it I was like God I forgot about that yeah, Ugh. actually what? I think my favorite scene was i can't even remember what the context was but there's just this one part where you see the doll and you just see eyes behind it oh and and it's just dark and you just see the eyes and then it showed the little girl who got possessed and you Mm -hmm. see her eyes reflecting and for some reason, it and was then just the reflecting doesn't she eyes like back up into the dark oh, yeah. hallway? Yeah, and then she like backs up into then the she shadow. like grows into like the demon. Yeah, yeah. Like, was for with, some reason, yeah, those that, eyes yes. creeps me out well, that's, more than that's anything. Part of, but you know what though? That what's interesting about the use of the yellow eyes is that's a Valak thing too. Yes, yes, it is because Valak's that's like when and you, Bathsheba. Bathsheba had yellow eyes. Did she? Yes. Well, she it's did. all the same. Presumably, it's all the same demon. You oh, know, it is? Ted Nugent. 
Oh, Aaron was just shouting From out things. From my so. understanding, it's supposed to be a very similar, like, that's kind of like the underlying, like, the, that's why they're it's all so connected, like is like, this the... demon, remember, Annabelle's only a conduit, so yeah. this demon is not stuck in Annabelle. The reason the doll is in the case is so that the demon can't use it continuously as the conduit. But the demon is never... They never really say, like, the demon is caught, the demon is dead. It's always, yeah. they they expel the demon. They never say they destroy the demon. Yeah, they never said they officially exercised the demon. They just said that they... It's been removed, it's been cleansed, it's been yeah. whatever you want to say. And actually, it was kind of funny. I pointed it out to Steve, but I don't know if you really, like, thought about it that much. But it's kind of funny. Probably not. The demon... In oh Annabelle. no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The demon in Annabelle creation looks very similar to the demon from Insidious. Same, same. I know it's probably the same, same actor, concept. but yeah. no, it's like I'm. I've never really like. I actually, really didn't like the the character design for the Insidious demon. Oh really? Really? It's very That's similar. How do you movies, actually? Well, yeah, but the it, uh, one is the red, red and one okay, is black. So, well, but the red like, face. It's like, mm, but here's like the thing: Darth the red face. Yeah, but the red face. Is only, that's why I liked it. I was like, Darth Maul is getting his revenge. But it's only partially an insidious because, like, later when the little boy's in his bed, the like the black demon that comes out of the walls does not have that red face. It's only that one part of the movie where he really has that like Darth Maul look. The rest of the time, he has like a black face, doesn't he? Like, he's Racist. all no, he's a demon. <laughs> he's a demon. He's all the I, way black. I'm he's pretty... not like, and I don't mean African American. I mean like legit the color black. Anna, yes, and I'm just Anna. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Uh, this demon, considering how he likes to take over little kids' bodies and other possess other yeah, people, I, I, really I, I really don't think he cares about race. Yeah, probably. Yeah, not. he's not. But I, I'm wondering. I don't think his other like, demon buddies are like, dude, you going out like that? Come on, put some red on. Like, come on. <laughs> we're evil, but we're not racist. Come on. We're trying to. Like, well, wouldn't red be racist against Native Americans? I don't know. I'm <laughs> not really going to. I don't really want to comment on that because I'm afraid that we might actually have a huge following of Native Americans that listen to this podcast. We are in Arizona. Like, <laughs> so. That's not an unreasonable assumption here. So, yeah. Don't don't. Well, I'm part Native American, so you always fucking say that. That's like me saying like, oh, I'm half alien. Like, yeah, I can, we all know. Yeah, yeah, we can tell. No one gives a shit. All the right? three fingers, you know. They can't grab beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Damn fucks. it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, okay, so let's go. So back to this, everything intertwined and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's a great scene. I'm trying to think of it. Oh yeah, and then even with like the yeah, like you guys were talking about the eyes where it grows and like the cross getting ripped off of the oh, that's oh, yeah, oh man oh the fingers yeah. and it's we, so funny because we were talking to the PR rep after the movie and he goes wow I wish I had had a camera because Matthew's reaction to that was so like what we want to see like from viewers of this movie because Matthew was literally it, staring like like open mouth like cringing at yeah, this scene. Yeah, I had this, like, horrible face on. It, it, because the scene was, like, I've broken fingers, like, literally broken oh. fingers like that. Just, oh, yeah, when you fell off the bad. curb. That's yeah. right. And he, yeah. spent, oh. he spent a couple months as Wolverine because he had, like, metal, like... <laughs> no, literally, they had to stick pins in his fingers to fix it. It was two pins for each finger, and the ends of these pins literally jutted out of his finger. Oh, wow. So he had to wear, like, a bandage to so, cover yeah, with, them. With, with the x-ray, you can see, like, there were, like, four pins, two in each finger... So I'm sure oh, it was man. great whenever your back itch. You're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <man>. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> but just like, no. But yeah, yeah. yeah it, it just, it just gave me like such a cringe yeah. and an intense like... 
the the kind of feeling you look for when you want to go to a horror movie and be scared. Like yeah. that's that's what it that's what it delivered for me. Uh, yeah, and then the second death in the movie with the the mother, like it's like okay, we kind of figured she was gonna get it, but then when you saw what happened, I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Wait, like, so I like have a question about that because I was very unclear about this. So she couldn't walk. We hear this. We never see her legs. Are we to presume that she was bottom halfless or? Like, think the did demon the demon rip her in half? Because we never see, like, okay, so we see that she's torn in half, but we never see the bottom half. No. And we, but they say she you, lost, you she you, couldn't walk you, in you, an accident you, because you, of an accident. So I was like, wait, did she never have, like, a bottom well, half? I'm assuming, I'm, ass- I'm assuming, I'm assuming they were ripped off just because when she was plastered to the wall, the entire dress was ripped. Okay. So I just, I, just assumed- I was like, I'm very confused at this moment. But do you know that's the chick from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Oh shit! It's the uh, one in the second one, right? It's Eowyn. No, 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 no. It's uh, what's it's not Eowyn. Eowyn is uh the elf. Um. No, Eowyn the... is Miranda Otto. She's the she's the. Uh, oh, I'm thinking, thinking Arwen. Arwen. I'm thinking Arwen. Arwen. Wow. But yeah, thanks Lord Eowyn. of the Rings for having everybody have the same dang name. Arwen, Eowyn. We got yeah, Frodo and Bodo and Flipley and Flopley. It's like, wait, did you just name everything with that? Yeah. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Oing, glowing, boofer, boofer, That's how I. That's how I learned when Tolkien was hiding himself in a corner, and he would just be like, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happened like three times in the books, and after he said that, I was like, thanks a lot for ruining Lord of the Rings. That's what I do. Uh, but basically, the only thing that I could think of whenever I saw her and she had like the porcelain like mask on mm-hmm. was first I thought of Phantom of the Opera, then I thought of Family Guy whenever he's like, let's see the gross half of your face. <laughs> so uh, like the first, the but, only thing I could. But not of. only do I like about like I shouldn't say like, but what I thought was interesting is like not only did they do that to her, and then after the girl goes to the basement, it decides, oh, guess what? I'm living again, but I only have half my body. I'm gonna run it, crawl at you. Like that was like, yeah, what the was, fuck? Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. Creepy as hell. I did. I did give that again. This girl had so many good props because even when she like was escaping, and then like the thing started, the demon started pulling the thing down. She's like, "Well, fuck this!" She just grabbed onto the rope. It was like, you know what? I'm not going to use any of my strength. You'll send me up, and I'll be fine. Like some of the <laughs> stuff, I was like, "Okay, good." Yeah, man. Like, the, the amount of tension when she was in the dumb butler, like there was dumb waiter. There, the dumb <laughs> butler. Dumb waiter. <laughs> Matthew, that's a completely different movie. Inside the dumb waiter, but. <laughs> The dumb that's butler. An, that's an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> no, it's a dumb porno. Way. Inside the dumb waiter. <laughs> Why do people keep fucking me? <laughs> the dumb butler. Dumb, dumb waiter. The dumb waiter. Yeah, she, she's like out of the frying pan. I see pan that you discriminate against oh service God. people. We may have to talk about this. I mean, what's next? The dumb maid? I mean, gosh, Matthew. <laughs> Jeez. People of service should not be discriminated against in such manners. But yes, the the tension in... The in, butler, in... yes. <laughs> <laughs> now he forgot what he's going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly derailed. Let, let me compose myself. Yeah, no, I know, it's the... so weird. The show never gets derailed. <laughs> Yeah, no, just just the tension of like, do you go up? Do you go down? Yeah. Like, like if you go down, you got this set of problems. If you I'm go just up, put them on mute for a little bit. <laughs> so you go ahead and talk. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I love how they they played it out, right? Cause she went down. She went, like it was just a whole like yeah. war. Like they're having their own fucking show right now, and I would I would put them on mic so you could hear it, but they're just laughing. So Hilar- hilarious, laughing. hilariously laughing. 
No, 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 because I know what's going to happen. You guys are getting it together, then you guys are going to make eye contact with each other, and then you're going to lose it again. Can we just, can we just stop saying going up and down? <laughs> but that's what you do inside of a dumb waiter. With the dumb butler. Well, he just watches. He doesn't know really what's going on. He's just like, I'm very confused right now. Anyway, so... Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's new, really new line's gonna listen to this and be like, they're laughing at this fucking movie. Like, you know the, the scene when they're all running out to the barn. They're like, yeah. they're like all you know running with, run to the truck. No, that doesn't with work. Run, run to run to the bar and I'm or the barn and I'm like, that is the worst place to run to. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds it's full me of, of that, sharp implements. Yeah, there's that Geico commercial yeah. where they're like, let's hide let's behind run. these chainsaws. Yeah, they're like, let's hide. You know, I will say, I will say that that's immediately what I thought of too. Like yeah. honestly, like honestly, I. I know why they did it, and I know, like, the rationale for, like, lack of explanation and all that, but I really disliked the the scarecrow use. I thought it was a cop-out. Because, I like, kind of I wanted the doll to just show up and be creepy AF in the barn. Like, this doll, you never see move. So, like... Why all of a sudden is it possessing the scarecrow? Like, to me, that just, like, showed, like, that anything could be a conduit. Oh, that's true, And yeah. so for, like, a and, moment, any, I was, like, I was doll. taken I was taken out of it because I was, like, okay, well, why is the scarecrow alive now? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I think like, he just honestly, wanted a brain. Honestly. Maybe. Like, like and I didn't hate it, and I, I wouldn't fault the movie for its use. Yeah, but now I that you said get that, it, now I'm, like, I Because, it. like... Because, like, it just didn't make, to me, it didn't they, make sense. Because they make this... They needed, yeah. they needed to have a, a doll character that could move on camera. Well, I had but it didn't move on camera. You didn't see it move. It, the lights always went out. No, no I it have moved a, a little bit. I, yeah, you saw the head move. Yeah, I, but, I had yeah two, but no more than Annabelle. Yeah, I had two problems with that, though. The first one was I kept expecting Doctor Who to show up. And the second problem was it was Wait, very why? rapey. Because of uh, the episode with the whenever the Doctor becomes human... With Martha Jones. Oh, okay, and, uh, yeah. Okay, but yeah. you saw... Okay, so you said the Scarecrow was too rapey. Well, of course it was going to be too rapey, because why? Who was it going after? It was going after one of the oldest girls. Yeah, that's true. So but wanted I was to like, feed why? on... Like, something that probably terrifies her is probably, yeah, getting raped. <laughs> so That's true. That, yeah, I that's, suppose that's I mean, if you think about it, there was just, really... If you think about all the other girls that tam- ter- terrorized, it didn't do anything kind of like a sexually kind of orientated kind of thing, because they weren't of age. So it's trying to tap into... I would have also liked yeah. more explanation, like, when the two girls are under the sheet, like, giggling and, like, telling ghost stories. Like, the mother-looking yeah. ghost. What I would have liked that? more explanation of that, because, like, it, honestly, at least a, a clearer shot, because... Honestly, I thought that that was... I thought that was the nun. Yeah, I did, too. I thought that was the nun that was coming for them. I didn't, like... Well, they thought it was Mrs. Mullins. No, they thought it was, yeah, yeah her. But, but, like... I honestly thought it was the nun. You mean you mean like Valak? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was that because like how it kind of moved in and then all of a sudden it was just like the white hand and you're like and like the like you it's like a very I'm pretty sure if you slow exactly. it down exactly I wish I could have seen it like because I felt like I well, they, missed they also something had, they had the scene in the well where it was like the gray dead arm yeah that up. too kind of like thing the same thing reaching under the sheet yeah mm-hmm. so I'm wondering because it's like and every, the creepy the the nun the that pushes the girl in the wheelchair into the into the shed yeah that was like yeah that, like. That's like that creeps me out. That, that was, was really creepy because you never see its face. Yeah. Yeah. Especially so, because like, it was in broad daylight. Yeah, it That's like violated your sense of safety. Yeah, it did because you're That's like. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they just like, have this thing where it's like, oh, it's nighttime, it's daytime. I don't give a fuck. I'm and you know what I love I about it's and it's actually all of the Conjuring, even in the Insidious movies, like all of James Wan's stuff and 
all of this type of horror, they always have like, it's like, I liken it to a white noise when something bad is about to happen. It's like the soundtrack, obviously. Uh, but it's never it's, like, it's, like it's never low, like, it's never note. like, yeah. but it's yeah. never like Jaws where it's like, da, 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 da. but it's always just this kind of like, it's a low hum. paranormal yeah. activity. Yeah. Paranormal activity. They do like the throbbing noise. So I feel like, oh, that like, the, well, it's, it's not like a heartbeat, but it just literally just sounds like, like it's like, you I don't know. I didn't them, see those movies. Like the paranormal activity. You hear it's the like, mic start throbbing. I right fast before forward something to those bad movies. Happens. I like those movies, but, but so, the, like what I appreciate the soundtrack because like it gives you like that feeling of terror, like without being like the, like the, and it builds up with the soundtrack and the music, but it's like that initial noise when something bad's about to happen is just like that low hum. That's obviously a cello, but like, it's so it doesn't creepy. sound musical, yeah. so it's creepy because it's just like yeah. It's, it's, it's basically it's basically it's a, a white noise. It's it, like white noise, but not. It's basically like if you had like kind of like you did in Poltergeist or any kind of movie where you have like a little bit of a radio or something like that. Like when a spirit is trying to tap into something, you have that faint like kind of like weird static or that hum mm, or something. Exactly, and that's what they're that's what they're playing off of, which I think is great. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about because obviously we missed it because we left early. So if you guys are still listening to this, more spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, I'm not apologizing because we told you ahead of time. But yeah, so we basically have told you the whole dang movie already. So, so. so we'll tell you we'll tell you this um, in case you didn't know, in case you want to go back and watch it or whatnot. Uh, there is a post credit. There's a mid credit scene and there's a post credit scene. I Correct. we did not see the post credit scene, but we did see the mid credit scene. Now how the movie ends, I'm not going to give too much away, but how it ends, it does tie into. <laughs> Uh, the the first Annabelle movie and it does it very very well. It's it's very much like Rogue One. Like yeah, okay, like, uh, yeah it literally verbatim ties in like even like they use clips from the from Anna the first Annabelle. That's like, a it prime is, example. It is yeah, the like, they save like fifteen minutes of the end of the movie to do like the Rogue One like butt up to the very beginning. Of and the it's first perfect. Movie. Yes, it's so I, I would not good. be surprised if they, when they release this on like Blu-ray and stuff like that that they package it with like they'd be like Annabelle. oh get the two pack or whatnot. Yeah. So you can literally. Do I would that. love to do a watching of these movies like in chronological order. So like do like you know do Annabelle the you know Annabelle creation mm-hmm. Annabelle conjuring conjuring two you know and hope like it, I think and even when the nun comes nun is probably going to take place right before conjuring two so it actually might be like you it, know it Annabelle be, creation it actually Annabelle. I bet not because conjuring or con, not conjuring Annabelle takes place in the sixties. Yes. Because it's 12 years after the 50s. So it's actually, it would be Annabelle oh, no, Creation, sure. The Nun, Annabelle, then Conjuring 2, then... So do you think the Or nun, Conjuring, then Conjuring 2. Do you think the nun that was in this movie, like the actual nun, not the not the fake uh, demon nun, nun yeah. uh, do you think she will be in the nun movie just because of that picture? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't think she'd be a prime she, character. Well, it because, depends. It depends because on she knows when they. Those nuns from Romania. Yes, but yes. it depends yeah. on when they and start in, the in timeline the on that. Scene yeah. With Valak, that was in the monastery in Romania. Yes, yeah. but that depend. But it also depends on the timeline because I she's wonder. obviously away from the monastery. So if this is before Annabelle creation, then yes, obviously she will be. But if it's not, I wonder I'm, if it's going to be like basically starting like right whenever that nun. Leaves. Well, here's the like, thing. Okay, right so post credit. Scene. Okay, yeah, goes, yeah. Okay. The post-credit scene sort of talks about a timeline, but not really. Okay. Because in the post-credit scene, it starts and it says like, you know, whatever the convent is, Romania, 1957. Okay. 
So we already know that whatever portion of this movie is 1957. And all of a sudden, so you're in this, like, candle-lit hallway, because, you know, these movies love hallways. Uh If we haven't noticed, they all have a hallway that always is dark and is always scary AF. And all of a sudden, you see, like, the candles, like, flicker two at a time off. But every time they flicker, you see the nun coming closer. Closer But it's only like a shadow of the nun. You don't see, it's not like a full face. There's not a, like, it's not a fully defined image of anything. And she just keeps coming closer and closer as each light flash flickers. And as they get to the last candles, it flickers. You see a brief flash, not a full face again. And then the screen goes black. Okay. And it's so good. Like, so good. Yeah, it's enough to tell clearly this is Valak, but it doesn't. I mean, you have to infer. You that. don't see the yellow eyes. You yeah, don't yeah. see anything. You don't it's, see the it's, facial features. Like, you just no. see like the outline. It's like a shadow oh, kind cool. of. Okay. Uh, outline, and like you like, see, you, like you can see like the habit and like the black and the white parts and the. But it's not like a like. Yes, they keep it very shadowed, and it's so good. So you know what I have to. Uh, this is actually will probably be the only flaw that I can think of with this movie. That uh, it's not really a flaw, but it's more of me asking. What the fuck, bro? Uh, the priest in the very beginning who shows up and, like, gets the girls in there, like, you didn't detect shit? Well, he's yeah. not psychic. No, no, uh, he doesn't have to be psychic, but, like, okay, think about all, all the other... No, no, also, but, okay, but fair. your argument, though, because then why didn't the, why didn't the sister or the nun figure it, like, the, who was there figure it out? The, just because you're Catholic doesn't mean you're in tune to the, like, evil universe. And also, two points. Point one, the doll was in the room filled with Bible verses... Correct. The as doll, well the evil, the, the house was, was cleansed of evil. Well, well not cleansed, it. but contained. The evil was contained until the in little the girl opened the door. And number two, it had been dormant for 12 years. Exactly. So I can completely understand that nobody would really be able to detect it until the girl showed up and it probably like reanimated And, the, and this is where I call bullshit on both of that. Why? Because the guy had two priests come in and do the whole thing. They cleansed the house, but that doesn't mean that they... No, no, no. They cleansed the house. You don't think they would have been like, hey, you're going to drop these kids off of this place? You might want to check out what well, we had to wait, do 12 fucking wait, years ago. But wait, why would, why would you assume that... Priest A talk to priest B and C. Because they want to talk about what boys are diddling, and they... <laughs> but these are from two different places. This yeah. is not... I don't care. I'm still calling bullshit no, no, on no. that. No, I, I disagree. I mean, because exercising the house demons is kind of like Just because they're all priests talk. doesn't mean, like... They're going to be like, hey, don't take your, like, hang out don't take your little girls here and... that you need a house for because they can't afford a, like orphanage. No, I wasn't going to say that. I just was surprised that this guy was like, huh... And also, they thought that it was gone. Or the priest A thought that it was gone. Uh, yeah, even if he knew, they th- the house had been dormant and quiet for 12 years. Still call bullshit. I call bullshit I think on you're your just, bullshit. I think you're just looking for a reason to be bullshitting. No, I'm just trying to, I just, no, because I'm an atheist, so I don't give a shit. So, but I was just like, come on, dude, fucking. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't presume that the Catholic priest would have a psychic connection to know that there's I, evil. Because you don't always know that there's evil until evil is acting out. And also, like, and every, my... every exorcist type of movie or every sort of movie like Damien, like The Omen or all that, the reason that they can sense that there's evil is because evil is happening. This house has been dormant. There is no evil happening for them to pick up on. And the evil might not have even been there until it got drawn to it by the girl's presence. So it might have just been so gone. So all I'm saying then... is, is, hey, priest, everyone out there, you go to drop off a bunch of people at a house, fucking check it. Just do your job. Guess what? I know you're not getting paid much anyways because you're doing the Lord's work, so just fucking check the house. <laughs> 
paid you for it. You know what? Pay it for it. Go the extra mile. That's like, all I'm mm, saying. I can, I can okay, kick so these girls out time... in the street, or I can put them in a demon house. Like, mm, let's see it's, if they do okay in the know, demon house. Pay it for it. Go an extra mile. Je- hey, what would Jesus do? <laughs> yeah. I uh, I still don't really see the validity of your point, but that's okay. Um, I do, because <laughs> Jesus would walk in and be like, no, fuck this house. Get out. Pretty sure Jesus wouldn't have said fuck, but, you know. Well, actually, I, he no, might have. No, Jesus would have. You'd be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, he wouldn't. And then he's like, like yes. Yeah, he's yeah. like, Jesus just, Christ, I'm talking just, to myself again, damn it. Just, he just does it in the, the house says, me. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, me. But, uh, but yeah, so before we give our reviews. Uh, Science we, H logic. We'll go ahead and give the reviews uh, <laughs> that are out actually right now for it. So Annabelle Creation on IMDb is sitting at a it's 7.3 out of 10 right now um and then you have uh also the uh, rotten tomato which is a uh, right now it's at 79 percent uh but 92 percent of uh people i guess who want to see it so we don't have the audience review yet because obviously it has not come out yet so um actually pretty pretty That's high pretty decent yeah for, um, for horror for yeah. horror yeah i mean it's it's been a very slow climb but a lot of these movies that come out i was actually when i pulled up the reviews i was like oh i was actually i'm i've been more surprised with rotten tomatoes like review than anything else because i'm like oh i would assume you guys would be like nope fuck this movie it's horror it gets a 50 you know like kind of thing but i think i think conjuring 2 i think was at like 80 or something like that when we checked it yeah, we just it, did it. I remember so. when I bought it, it had like the certified fresh rating sticker on it. So yeah, so um, I'm trying to think. So what, what? Okay, so out of five, five out of five, uh, did you guys dumb think butlers. of? <laughs> yeah, how many dumb butlers do how we? Many, okay, so five. Out, so Wait, Matthew I, I, had I was, a good one though. Matthew had a good one. I was, I was gonna go with like five out of five creepy tea parties. No, Ooh. I like dumb butlers. Dumb butlers. I think I, I guess we're going with dumb butlers. <laughs> Now, remember, when you do follow Geeks Who Eat, go ahead and hashtag Dumb Butlers. <laughs> yeah, I, if you like our recipe, try it out. Hashtag Dumb Butlers, and we will we will love you for that. I'm going to be honest. If anybody does do that, then I'll be happy just because I know someone will listen to the show. Uh, this is true. So um, I know they won't do it with our uh, Twitter account or anything like that, but uh, go ahead and uh, do that hashtag Dumb Butler. And if I'll put it this way: if you get enough of them, I will literally <laughs> hit Raven up and be like, "Can we make a shirt?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> we'll have the first official, <laughs> not another Dumb Butler. hashtag Dumb Butler. We'll literally have the first, not another B Horrorcast T-shirt, and that will be it. It will be Dumb Butlers. Um, <laughs> Is but, it okay. just going to say dumb butlers? Or is it just I will, like, no, I it will. needs to say hashtag dumb butlers. Okay. And is it going to have like a, just a box? or is it gonna No, what it will probably like have, it will probably say hashtag dumb butler, but then at the top of the dumb butler, or actually maybe it will say inside of it, the idea that I have is like those bells, you know, that you ding. So oh, the top yeah, will be yeah. that. That'll say hashtag dumb butlers and some of that. So you have to ring for it. <laughs> oh, I like no, it. Okay. See, this is the problem. I know how to. I know how to come oh, up with things. The, I just don't execute. Yeah, because the the wife was ringing for her husband. Oh, tying it back to. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, look at that. Bringing it. Uh, yeah, so five out of five. Uh, dumb but uh, dumb butlers. Yes, that's what we're going. <laughs> um, uh, do you? Should we go first and then let our guests go last to see what they think? Oh, I was gonna let them go first instead uh-huh. of the guests, but okay, because I'm curious what they think. Mm. Or so you can tweak your. I'm, I'm torn. It's um, so it, for for me, it's easily four out of five dumb butlers, and it's like <laughs> really really pushing for that that fifth dumb butler. 
You can do halves if you want. Yeah, yeah, we do we do like halves and stuff like that. So whatever you want to. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really strong just based on the execution of all the scares. Um, they they had some some sort of innovative stuff. Uh, I mean, it's it's obviously a sequel, so they have a lot of material to work with, and they're also tied down in a lot of ways. But like the one thing I thought about this movie that impressed me the most was the execution because it kept the the level of dread sustained and just like really pushed the edge for the entire like third act of the movie. Like mm. it was almost like too much, but it didn't get to too much. It was yeah so much dread that you almost couldn't handle it, but not too much. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, that's a good yeah. Um, good description. <laughs> very good. A lot better than my reviews. Um, I'm just like, it was pretty. Um, <laughs> it uh, had lots of dumb butlers. Yeah, it had lots of dumb butlers. Uh, Sarah, what about you? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for broke. I'm giving it a five out of five dumb waiters oh, because okay. butlers. dumb butlers. Dumb I'm butlers. sorry, it was a dumb butler. Butlers. Um, so I, you know what? I don't get scared by horror movies very often, and one that can actually, like, make me jump and one that can actually, like, make me feel that sense of dread, you know what, five out of five. Okay. I, I think everybody needs to see this yeah, movie. I, I will agree with you on that one. I was, I, honestly, I walked out of this movie with, like, a fucking stupid shitting grin on my face. I was like, this was good. Like, I was, like. I was surprised. I was very surprised. I didn't think that it would be bad. I didn't think it would be as good as it was. Yes. Th- yes. Um, Anna, what about you? What did you? What do you want to give? Uh, I would give it a four out of five. Four out of five dumb butlers. It's not the creepiest movie that I've seen, but it's definitely up there. And I thought it did a very good job of like with the jump scares, and I felt like it didn't. Like I said before, it really didn't have any scares that were like. How do I put this? Basically, there were no scares that were just like cheap shots. Yeah. Like, every scare was a legitimate scare. Like, whenever the... They were like, all very well thought yeah, out. It wasn't like they, the fake scare, where it does yeah. that stupid, like, you think something's going to be there, and then you're like, oh, and then yeah. you do that turn, and it's like... <gasps> well, it's because they didn't have a, a kitchen full of cabinets or a refrigerator. That's true. And also, I mean, like, which is where those things always happen. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going into the refrigerator now even to get a with, drink, yeah. and... Even with the nothing. nine, whenever she, she, whenever she closed the dumb butler door in her bedroom, <laughs> and it popped back open... Like, that was kind of freaky, and I mean, they explained it away with, oh, well, it was the air and blah, 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 but still, you don't know that for sure. Like, that could have been, like, the first manifestations hey, of the demon. Like, that being a dumb butler. For sure. So, I, I would give it a Sorry, four out of five. Sorry, I the cat, not you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he bit me. I was like, hey, stop being a dumb butler. Um, <laughs> wow. Apparently, I'm a dumb butler. Anyways, Steve. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm going to be the odd man out, apparently, because okay. I'm giving it negative. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go, this like... This is where we all kick his butt. I, I, I'm not going to give it a five. Um, I will probably do a four, maybe four and a half Dumb Butler. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did not like the first Annabelle movie. It had its moments, and I guess because after you told me what the original story was and how they kind of went away from that... Watching this one, and now that's that's actually probably kind of a good thing because after seeing Annabelle, I'm like, ah, Creations like was one of those things up in the air for me. Like, I guess I'll check it out when it finally comes to like streaming. Uh, I'm so glad I saw it in the theater because this is what I also say: great freaking movie. Like, I had a blast. Like, I literally I hit like Matthew and everybody up on the socially awkward thing. Like, fucking, you should see this movie. Like, <laughs> really fucking good. But 
the atmosphere. Everybody in the theater was always like, like as soon as everyone, the doll was there, everyone was like, oh, fuck, no. Yeah. Fuck. You literally, that in was... the theater, you hear everyone go, oh, no. Yeah, that was better. Really I hear the crowd. intake of breath was... every time. Yeah. Everyone goes, This is exactly my favorite reason why I love, like, my biggest reason why I love going to see horror movies in a theater, because you know you're going to get everyone's reaction And people were responsible. Respectful. Like, yeah. when we saw Blair Witch, there were people, like, laughing and, like, you know, like, poking fun yeah, at the yeah, movie. Yeah. And I hate seeing horror movies with people who won't let themselves get immersed. But people, like, you could tell people were, like, really invested in this yeah. movie. Yeah, and even like, whenever there was talking in the movie, it was more of, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. Oh, no, don't do that. Like, it, yeah. wasn't, it was, like, reacting to the movie, not, like, oh, people were so like, yeah, People well, were not being rude yeah. to the movie. What really sucked for me is because I, I always do this with the movies where I'll be watching it and then I start figuring some things out and stuff like that, and there's we were just watching. So the the Harkins uh, place now has a bar. <laughs> so I last thing I ate was probably around maybe noon maybe yeah. eleven thirty, something like that so i haven't eaten since then and then i decided to pound two beers before seeing the movie so i had a pretty good buzz going and right out of nowhere i'm just like watching this one part i'm like that guy fucked up and anna's like what do you mean i'm like he's the one that fucking let the demon in and then sure enough that's what happens and everyone's all like what the? and the, uh, even as fucking like buzz i'm like oh yeah dude my mind just fucking does this thing but it's like not even like sinking keeping it to myself going like okay i think i know what's going on i was just like uh, that guy fucked up and like i know people around me were like wait what like what happened how did he he just walked into a room yeah, how you're did one of those that people up? where if you were sitting near me i would have been like dude shut the fuck up no I shut up just shut up <laughs> like there was like the girl sitting next to me and she kept like shrieking and making noise and i got i was like getting so i'm one of those people like i want to enjoy my movie in mostly silence like yeah I, I feel if you have to have commentary quietly say your comment and be done she just kept talking to the person i was like oh my god oh hell no yeah, finally she got quiet and i was like it was only like really early on in the movie and i think maybe it was because i gave her like the death glare like three times like <laughs> i'm gonna put you in the dump butler like <laughs> seriously like you you want to start something i mean we almost had our movie experience a little bit ruined because somebody decided to um reenact the exorcist in the hallway next to where we were sitting oh right yeah. <laughs> and it was pretty awful like we hear cough cough splash four times and it was just, it was really kind of awful. Yeah. I felt great. bad for the poor PR guys who were sitting yeah. near us because they had to go, like, run and make sure, like, someone attending their screening wasn't, like, legitimately dying. And you saw their family, like, rushing out. And I was like, oh, you poor people aren't going to get to see the movie. That would actually be a fucking creepy, like, start of a zombie movie. Like, everyone's oh, in the theater shit. watching a zombie movie, and then someone starts, like, throwing up, and they're like, oh, they're probably just, and it turns out it's, like, the infection starting. <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, now God, I'm going to, like, now now I'm gonna, like go home and be, like, a hypochondriac and make sure I didn't get, like, you know, like, barf particulates in my, like, system. And the, You're thanks. welcome. The <laughs> thing that irritated me is, like, I had a 12-year-old boy. Touching like, himself. Sitting, it was weird. <laughs> sitting in the seat next to me, and yet he was, like, he wasn't a big kid like he was like just like normal 12 year old size but he was taking up all of his seat because he had his legs spread out like this and like half of mine so i'm like practically <laughs> sitting in steve's lap like i'm sorry but this kid won't freaking move away which i thought like, was so weird you should have said something the seat right next to me was open i should i didn't even think about it because if you like even if you didn't want to sit next to that person i could literally have moved over yeah. and you could have moved over you would have had your thing so i was like or, i don't understand or, you know why you just, just casually put his put your hand on his knee and watch him freak out <laughs> 
No, he's a 12-year-old boy. I don't Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an arrestable the offense cycle, right there. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got a great story, but then she goes to jail. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't that's really want to be, you know, stuck with a dumb butler, so. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it would have been your word versus his, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to believe the 12-year-old boy. Yeah, that tends to happen. I'll, I'll put it this way. Matthew, <laughs> you go ahead and do that at a theater and tell us how it works out. Yeah, please don't do that. Please don't do that. You are a male. You will get arrested. Whether it's true or not, you will get arrested. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's our review of Annabelle Creations. Uh, I, I Again, like I I thought it was great. I liked it. I, I now want to rewatch it again just to get that little post-credit scene and also just to see if I can see, like... You need to rewatch Annabelle. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to. it's definitely better on the second viewing. Like Matthew said, that one scene that was really amazing in the movie theater wasn't quite as cool on, like home viewing the second second but, watching it kind of lost its appeal but but the movie overall had a better i like, like a I, better feel to like it. i felt i enjoyed it better on the second watching yeah i think i would probably enjoy it better simply because at the end of the first annabelle movie they actually referenced like how the this story. actual story like yes. began so i feel like re-watching it with that mindset i'll probably appreciate it more but the first time i watched it, i was like this is total crap <laughs> like i just did not appreciate it simply because i knew what the original story was so it really bothered me that they weren't going with that but i see where they were going now with it and i'm more like understanding and like more accepting of it but but, oh, yeah. uh, no, that's uh, good. But if you guys have anything you want to add with the movie and or if you have anything you want to promote, maybe anything uh, do you have anything coming up, uh, whether it's a contest or maybe just a, a recipe? Or full, I know there's certain things you can't unveil yet because you need that for people to actually Our go to your page. Contractual obligations. Yeah, no. that kind of stuff. But, <laughs> but um, you know, honestly, like we're just going to have like just all I can say is like keep looking at our Facebook because like we – we get movies, like, sometimes on such short notice. Like, they're like, oh, hey, you want to do a giveaway? And it's like, that, oh, you wanted that, like, tomorrow. That's how I felt with Transformers. Like, Transformers kind of came out of nowhere. Like, all of a sudden, like, I remember the movie coming out, and then you guys are like, oh, yeah, we have a contest. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, that movie's coming out this week. Like, Yeah, uh, it's, it's... So, yeah, I mean, that's that's good advice. Stay glued to our page, because yeah, you don't know... Go to your notifications, <laughs> and where it says follow... Put us as, like, see first, and then you'll always see us. You'll get a little star at the top of your Facebook. You are on my see first on my Facebook. And yeah, then that too. way you can always see what contests we've got going, what recipes we've got going. We've got a lot of recipes coming up in the next, like, month. Halloween is going to be off the hook. Yeah, we I'm, have, I'm very curious We have, that. not oh, only yes. do we have giveaways, but we have recipes that we are working on. So, I have a special request. Would oh, you be absolutely. willing to oh, yeah. create or name a recipe called the Dumb Butler? <laughs> <laughs> I really want this drink now. I really want a drink called the Dumb Butler. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. Such as the she-shirt will get designed, if they do get hit up with enough people that are like, yeah, I want this. Yeah, we but will... make sure when you use the hashtag dumb butler make sure to tag us in it also yeah. so that we hashtag can easily geeks see who it eat, hashtag dumb butler. No, no no just do at geeks who eat and then hashtag dumb butler oh, there yeah you go. because and well you know what no tag all of us it only counts if all of okay. us are yeah. tagged the trifecta you have to do at not an yeah at, at geeks who eat at, okay we'll at start with at we were gonna go eat. with at who you guys were first but that's cool that's no, fine too. Because this is, your and this recipe, is so. uh, we were just having this conversation this is why our social media is horrible because <laughs> we are never on the same page uh <laughs> thank you for that anyways no it was a different no i was talking about how bad i am at social media and it's well 
the listeners we are here. conversating. Anyways, <laughs> go go follow them at Geeks Who Eat on the Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else you can find them. Uh, you can also find us at BeHorrorCast. And if you have them and us and then put in whatever you want to put in and then hashtag DumbButler, uh, we'll see how many of these we actually get. And if we actually get enough, I will I will talk to Raven and see if her and I can collaborate and try to come up with a cool T-shirt design if people want to have that. And then we'll... We'll try we will, to figure we out will a, make a cocktail. We'll try to figure out a drink to go with it. Yep. And if and that's the case, if it works out, then uh, we will finally have a the first B Horrorcast T-shirt and also the first official drink to yes. not another B Horrorcast. <laughs> so um, uh, that would be pretty good. But um, uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of excited about this now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just all going to be Anna. <laughs> She's going to just Anna, be Annabelle. No, she won't because Anna does not have a Twitter. So uh, oh snap. No, I don't. I just, well, I would use the BeHorrorCast Twitter if I ever use Twitter. So, so there you go. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you guys for coming on. But, of course, I know what you guys think. You're like, no, they're leaving again? Guess what? They're going to be back next week on Socially Awkward. So look forward to that on the next Friday's live show. And we'll dive into more of the San Diego Comic-Con. We yes. won't talk so much about horror, but we'll talk about all the other fun stuff. All the other cool And I'm sure uh, Matthew, Fro Show, will uh, be excited for a brand new drink. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's all we have to think. But, yeah, you know where to follow all of us. But definitely follow the Geeks You Eat because they – okay, like we said, recipes, uh, fucking contests, uh, they just have it all, like everything. You also do other stuff. They also do the traveling. Like, yeah, um, we do a little bit of travel stuff. Geeks Who Travel on Instagram is probably the primary focus. Yeah. Uh, we also do, like, product reviews, cookbook reviews. If there's something you want us to review, let us know. I just ordered – Spirit Halloween Store is doing a Hocus Pocus line. I saw that. Oh, it's no almost all sold out, by the way. I, I ordered today. It literally got announced like a week ago. I had things come out of my cart because they were like, oh, sold out. I could only order one placemat oh. because they were all sold out except for the one. It was like one left. Oh. But, so I, I have like two water bottles coming, a mug, a wine glass, some shot glasses, That's and awesome, a placemat. None of the dish towels were available. The oh, bowl man. was sold out. Like... Literally, like, everything is selling out. So if you want some of this Hocus Pocus stuff, I blame, you probably want to order it now. I just blame all the dumb butlers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb butlers, man. Fucking dumb butlers. Hashtag. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. So um, thank you guys for listening, and join us next week when we do something else. I don't have anything planned yet, so. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, okay, so I guess until next time. Carpe noctum. This is another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.